It's Flickers After Dark. Monica. Matt. This is the place for cool things that just didn't fit into the episodes for this week. And this week, we're actually covering a song that was covered in our Salvation series that Jeremy brought up, Weapons. And we're going to go even deeper and further. And the, the reason why we're going to discuss Weapons even more is because that th- melody from Weapons has been used on every single full-length Sunlux album, and we're going to look at each of the songs that it has been used in. In a tweet sent out this year, 2018, on August 3rd, Sunlux said, It wasn't the first Sunlux song I finished, but it was the first I started. Beyond its sentimental value, it's a reminder of the potential of rebirth. And Rebirth was actually part of the process of the song because Weapons actually started as music for another art form. Here is Ryan on the Spill the Wine podcast talking about that. Well, Sunlux really emerged out of out that of, season, of, of that. that early season yeah. of making music for dance. Mm-hmm. And in fact, the very first Sunlux song I ever began uh, to write started as a piece for dance started as a piece for dance like in in it was uh 2004 okay so super long time ago yeah and and that piece of music became the song weapons Mm -hmm. which wasn't even you know didn't wasn't released until uh it was on my first uh record in 2008 um and that song i feel like is in some ways the initial dna of the sunlux project and the melody of that song is uh, like a fingerprint that I put on a lot of um, a lot of my my, my work. Um, sometimes I even sn- sneak it into remixes. <laughs> so it started as a piece for dance, ended up on his first album at War with Walls and Mazes, and now, as Ryan said, it acts like a fingerprint and appears on each of Sunlux's full length albums and even some remixes. So we're gonna. So it kind of works like a producer tag. Monica, are you aware? Are you aware what a producer tag is? Yeah, it's when a producer kind of fits. It's usually like their name, but it can be a sound or something right into like the beginning of a song. Usually, yes, exactly. Some really uh, famous examples are maybe perhaps you've heard DJ Khaled. Mm, isn't it your DJ Khaled? That. Yes, that's right. <laughs> I did. He it. says, or, but- Jason Derulo. DJ Khaled but he also at part of that he also says another one and we the best music then there's another one another producer his name is Metro Booming and this one is also all over the radio. It actually comes from a song by Uncle Murder called Right Now, where the rapper Future says, if Young Metro, if young Metro don't trust you, I'm going to shoot you. Uh, but we're actually not going to hear it in that song. We're going to listen to the producer tag in the Drake and Future collab song, Jumpman. If Young Metro don't trust you, I'm going to shoot you. Yeah. Ah. 
Halloween. Taliban. Taliban. But it isn't always a vocal producer tag. Sometimes it's instrumental. And a really famous one is Pharrell. He has this four count on the floor thing. Oh, yeah. You told me with Happy where it goes. Yep. Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> And he starts all his songs off like that. All his songs. And even another famous song is a song that he produced for Kendrick Lamar called All Right. <laughs> same exact thing, except, you know, no words, but it's vocal, but same sort of idea. So Ryan Lott's use of the weapons theme in Sun Lux's music is much more like the instrumental producer tag that Pharrell uses. But it's like an album tag or it's like a song tag for the album instead of a sound tag for the song. Yes. Yeah. It's a whole melody tag. And that is very similar to this classical musician from the Baroque era, Johann Sebastian Bach. And we're going to hear now Jeremy Doan talk about that. You'll know this better than me. There's that, um, that thing that Bach does in his music where it's what are the notes that represent his name? It's well, obviously B-A-C, but is it G since H isn't on there or E or something? He puts that throughout his music. And doesn't he often invert it instead of going like, or it's the, basically that, but turned upside down. And, and I, I feel like the weapons theme in particular, but, but the way that they use some of these themes over in music almost functions that the same way probably mostly the weapons theme that that as he says it's personal to him in the places that he puts it in I, I i have to wonder are ways of yeah like bach did where he'd put it in different places i'm pretty sure it happens in his vast his mass in b minor somewhere where it's like at the crucifixion part or at a key part where he puts his name in there as though he's the one crucifying christ or it's his his actions that led to the crucifixion but i but i i, I wonder i don't know if ryan thinks of it in that way but it's interesting that it it's i think it functions in a similar manner to how bach did that in his music so i don't want to burst jeremy's bubble but that theme that Bach wrote that is based on the letters of his name B-A-C-H is not actually in the B minor mass I mean it would be super cool if it would have been in the B minor mass at the crucifixion section but it's not actually there (laughs) it's actually in one of Bach's final works which is the Arts of the Fugue and it comes in the very last fugue at the very very end and if you if listeners know music notes at all they know that it's letters A through G and there is no H, but in the German musical notation system at the time, there was an H. So Bach's theme was actually a B flat, an A, a C, and the H stood for B natural. So let's go ahead and listen to Art of the Fugue and hear that theme. So let's go ahead and journey through Sun Lux's discography and hear how that weapons melody, weapons theme has been used on each album and what it could potentially 
the meaning it could be potentially be portraying. So on their first album, At Wars with Walls and Mazes, the first thing that you hear is, what's the first thing you hear on an album? What do you think? Weapons. Yes. Wow. Put down all your weapons. Let's me in through your open ones. So, yeah, it just opens up with the melody, the lyrics of weapons and then it ends on the single note that just leaves you hanging and doesn't feel like it resolves at all but then right after that that's just a a prologue into the album right after that you get into the first song in the album called break and that begins with the weapons sound So in that case, it's a piano, not a vocal. It's the first time you hear it instrumentally on its own. So the lyrics are, where have all the wicked gone? Is there no one left to break you down? Where have all the holy gone? Is there no one condemn you? I think this is pretty clearly inspired by this story in the Bible from John 8, 10 to 11, where this woman is caught in adultery and the Pharisees, they all want to stone her because of her adultery. And Jesus basically stops them from stoning her to death for adultery. So it says uh, in that passage, Jesus stood up and said to her, after all this happened, woman, where are they? Has no one condemned you? She said, no one, Lord. And Jesus said, neither do I condemn you. Go and from now on sin no more. I think that ties back to where have all the holy gone? Is there no one to condemn you? As well as where have all the wicked gone? Is there no one left to break you down? You know, the breaking being that they're stoning her. So in this case, when the weapons theme starts off, if that's a, if this is a direct reference to them stoning a woman, what do you think? It's like the weapons theme is put down all your weapons not condemning one another. Yeah. Is that yeah. the right answer, teacher? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not condemning one another, but it's like, at the beginning, it's like, this is a, in reference to that biblical passage, it's basically like Jesus, like, like he's saying, like, with that theme that's like, oh, put your weapons down, put the stones down and don't condemn the woman, which is a cool kind of musical musical preview of what the song's going to be about. And to kind of apply it to mankind as a whole. Yep. I like that. And so the last portion of At Wars with Walls and Mazes is the epilogue. And the epilogue is basically just the background music from the song Weapons. But the the actual weapons melody doesn't occur until after this huge climax at the end.
And like the prologue, it diffuses down to the single note. But now there's an, not just an instrumental note, it's like a human vocal. Okay, so that's uh, Wars of Walls of Mazes, the song where the weapons theme appears on the next album, We Are Rising, is the song Flowers. Appears at very the be- very beginning of the song and it has bells now. So we've gotten like vocal, we got piano. Now we got a bell version of it. Next, they just need to fill the glasses with different amounts of water. Yes. Rub <laughs> yes. the tops and get it like that. Be yes. Perfect. This song is super depressing. And to make sense of what the weapons theme could be indicating here on the song, you really have to look back at the previous song, Leave the Riches. And really, the, the lyrics there, the lyrics in Leave the Riches are, Leave the linens, take the bones, I'm ready to undress. That, to me, really sounds like a reference to Jesus' resurrection, because his linens were left behind, and he took his bones with him. I will become a breathing man. Leave the linens, take the bones. As Leave the Riches ends, there's this state of undress, being exposed, being vulnerable. But in Flowers, the, the subject of the song is being dressed up and it adorned with a flower. And, it, and this is where it becomes super interesting is that the subject in the song Flowers doesn't remember dressing up. And so... The one way I think that you can interpret that is being interpreted as being referring to burial clothes, being dressed in burial clothes. If they already did, they would not remember, you know, putting on clothes. That's creepy, but yeah, <laughs> I, I, I accept your your analysis. It's yeah, okay. What could that like weapons theme, but like that kind of transitions between leave the riches and flowers mean? In the weapons theme, there's the second line says, let me in through your open wounds. And we've kind of interpreted that as as Jeremy said in the Salvation episode as a phrase, as a reference to Jesus' sacrificial death on the cross. Beginning flowers with the weapons theme, I think it could be thought of as a, a hopeful statement about the subject's eternal state, framing what are otherwise really, really sad lyrics. No, it's actually really like, I, I don't know, maybe, maybe as people that are like inclined to music, it's the most obvious thing in the world to you. I'm not sure. But when you're playing all these clips, they're all things I don't think I would have caught. You're like, oh, this theme keeps reappearing in right. all these songs in all these ways. And you're not wrong, but honestly, I don't think I would have noticed if, if you hadn't have introduced the concept to me. So like I, I had a cheat, but I bet there's a lot of listeners that maybe don't catch it. Yeah, definitely. The next album, the Lancers album, where the weapons theme appears is in Plan the Escape. And you might recall that Jeremy spoke a little bit about the weapons theme in his analysis of the song. And so I want to just explore that a little bit more, go a little bit beyond where he went. And where this theme comes is in the middle of the song, after the background sing 
background singer sing Leave the Wasting World Behind. at that moment musically don't tell me it's the weapons theme song well yeah it's the weapons theme <laughs> but, <laughs> but what else is happening there it feels like a trick question <laughs> it's, it's, like, not, it's not a trick question the music like it the, the the lyrics say leave the wasting world behind and i feel like the music wastes away as the weapon themes comes in oh my god that's so like intellectual like you expect so much of me (laughs) you have like (laughs) but you have like the first part of the weapons theme and then the music just kind of dies and it's just kind of like silent and then the second part of the weapons theme is there and just kind of then after that it builds back up rebirth Yes, exactly. Oh, see, I contributed something. It's, Look at it's me go. exactly a rebirth. Like you, you have it had this moment where it's like the world is wasting behind us, and then the weapons theme comes, and then it's like this huge rebirth, and it sounds like heavenly. It sounds like these it does an- sound that way. Yes, angelic voices coming in, and so I think if we're to pick lyrics from the weapons theme that is vital to this song, it would be the the through portion because. It's taking you from this wasting place to this heavenly place. It's really transporting you kind of like through this this portal from earthly existence to heavenly existence in the music. You know, I said it, I don't remember on which episode, you're the one that's really good at recalling the specifics, <laughs> but that one of the things that Sunlux does really well is even with just instrumentals through no vocals or vocals as an instrumental, but no words, no lyrics, They create very visual music with no description or language, which is just really impressive, honestly, to be able to convey everything that you were just able to analyze from that song using only instrumentals and like no vocals at all to like paint such a vivid picture. Yes. They're creating these almost visual paintings. Using just, just sounds. instrument, yeah. yeah, just sounds, just Which instrumental. That's amazing. Yeah, it's crazy. The next album, Bones, the song that uses the weapons theme there is "Now I Want," and it takes on a, a, a different character in "Now I Want." First, it appears as a lyric. And not the actual melody. So that's really the first instance where it appears as a lyric, but doesn't actually match the the actual melody from the weapons theme. But there's more. Monica. <laughs> Stunned you into silence. Oh, well, I was like about. <laughs> I've like, stunned you into silence, but there's more because. But I'm like, yeah, yeah, it does. 
that's not a contribution. (laughs) (laughs) So I settled on intense eye contact. Comes in later as an instrumental outro after the final lyric, which is now I want to be free. I wonder if we're taking it as like a kind of thematic constant, if you could take, you know, the original lyrics, lay your weapons down and how we relate it back to that biblical, like, you know, do not condemn this woman. And now they're saying, now I want to be free. It seems like it would be free of that condemnation or the judgment or hurt we have to inflict on one one another. You're just, you're so spot on. <laughs> it's, it's crazy that, yeah, there's a definite connection on this instance of weapons to freedom i connected one whole thing yes <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm proud of you <laughs> there's a, a definite connection that laying your weapons down and from that comes this freedom so the final instance of the weapons theme comes on brighter wounds in the final song on the album which is called resurrection But before we get in our analysis of it, we're here, Ryan Lott, on the Spill the Wine podcast. It it actually appears on um, the final song of our next record that's coming up called Brighter Wounds. Um, And there's this culminating moment with like choirs and all kinds of shit happening and like, and then blasting through the, through the um, smoke and, and dirt is this this melody that comes out and it, it really does there's this huge climax it really just does burst out of like you said the, the smoke and the dirt you've kind of said that's a uh, typical of their style but sort of atypical of how music is usually constructed which is something that it seems like they really aim for and that they often kind of have that long build up and then big explosion at the end like it's like a big reveal yes and this is definitely a revealing moment in this section. Was uh, it really? Yeah. Really? Huh? And wait, so did I, he he so he mentioned it and you hadn't heard it be prior to that? Uh after listening to the song numerous times, just enjoying the album, I was like, wait, that sounds like the weapons theme. And then I, I scrolled it back. I was like, oh, I think it is a weapons theme. And then I listened to the, the, that Spill the Wine podcast that he was on and he confirmed I was like, oh, okay. I'm not hearing things. <laughs> like, okay, I am as smart as I thought. <laughs> this comes at a point after he says, sings, is this just what the resurrection feels like from the other side, from the other side? 
And then the weapons theme comes in at this huge climax. And then the lurks out right like over the top of that are out of the darker day and into the brighter night. And like Plan the Escape, the weapons theme here functions as a portal. So like the keyword here would be like through from something negative to something more positive. How it's acting like a portal is it going from darker day to a brighter night. And the music really sounds super triumphant and hopeful. Those instrumentals, those yeah. visual, visual instrumentals. Yes, those visual instrumentals sound super hopeful. And it feels like the shadowed day is being overcome by this huge, bright night. But you heard at the very beginning of this episode, we played a clip where Ryan briefly mentioned that he snuck the weapons theme into remixes that he's done for other artists. Uh-huh. <laughs> so one of those we're going to listen to, we're going to listen to two of those. So the first one we're going to listen to is by Wild Beast. It's called This Is Our Lot. And here is the weapons theme. <laughs> bastard yep he snuck it in there as <laughs> strings which is uh pretty interesting and then he also did it on a song called tv by headlights it sounded like it was on a keyboard yeah yeah oh wow i knew one instrument it was on a keyboard so yeah <laughs> He snuck it in there. But what's interesting is that his second album, We Are Rising, they've they've always he's always done this where he's had a remix album to the main uh full length album. It's kind of like having a podcast and then an after dark episode. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so, something like that. So yeah. So so after his second album, We Are Rising, he invited a bunch of his friends to remix each of the songs from the We Are Rising album. And so one of his friends, Andrew Judah, remixed the song Let Go from that album. And Andrew Judah snuck in the weapons theme into Let Go. That's some weapons inception. <laughs> yes. So <laughs> let's, let's take a listen to that. Was it the stringed instrument or no, the, vocals? The, vocals. The, the vocals? The vocals. Yep. Dang, I was going it was back. the vocals. Ah. <laughs> it was the vocals. Yeah. So he included the vocals of weapons. Now, when you say sneak, do we have like, do you know that he genuinely like snuck that past Ryan to like a later date type deal? Do, do we know? I don't know. I don't we know. don't. Yeah. We okay, don't know. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But so like it, it, 
in the the original version of let go it's the only words are let go that's it and so it just kind of leaves it way open to over interpretation of what 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 are we letting go of and so andrew judo his take on it was oh we're letting go of all our weapons and so that's why he had the weapons theme there which is uh pretty cool What's super interesting, though, is that Andrew Judah might have been inspired by a version of Weapons that Ryan did for piano and vocals for Breakthrough Radio. In that piano and vocal version that Ryan did, he added a line that was not in the original Weapons theme. He said, I can't let it go. And so it could be possible that Andrew was inspired by that, but who really knows? Next week, we'll explore resurrection. Thanks to Jeremy Doan for his insight on weapons. Subscribe to the podcast by rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. Tell everyone and anyone you know who's a Sun Lux fan, or even those who aren't yet. This episode was produced and edited by me, Matt Linder.